you ever wanted to hear an album of what appear to be commercial jingles for things like women and community centers, have we got an album for you at Think Outside the Box Set, the internet's only outrage machine. I'm Maddie Hunt. I'm Cameron DeWitt. Yeah, I don't like this this one as well. We listened to... Wait, what is the name? Cruisin'. Cruisin'. That's the name of this album. Yeah, Cruisin'. and it's not Which- what the Beach Boys meant. If you know what I mean. Unless yeah. there's stuff about the Beach Boys that I don't know. We kind of hyped this one up because we were looking at the title. and looking at the you know track listing and we're just like, oh, it, will this be the gayest album yet? And it feels to me like the least gay album. Mm-hmm. There are no s- odes to gay destination places, uh, uh, gay destinations, or um, and there, there's nothing about like you know, queer civil rights in any way. Uh, And there is more explicit heterosexual content, although maybe with some, It seems pretty (laughs) tongue-in-cheek, I thought. Yeah. uh, Yeah, I don't know. Um, Mostly I'm not in love with this album. Uh, Also, I think that other than the bass player for village people and maybe some of the percussion i'm not like crazy about the music i think it's great but it's not like it doesn't have like a lot of character no and it just feels like something one melody for the, the whole yeah. album <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it's very the melodically compelling. yeah yeah mm-hmm. um do you want to hear my, what my alt for the opening um the opening gambit oh, of the please. show <laughs> Um, the other one I was considering was in the age of cocaine lyricism, the only place for songwriting to go is on the nose. <laughs> what do you think? I thought it was a little try hard. I was like, eh. <laughs> uh, well, we can. Um... It, they, they are very on the nose songs. I, I mean, in a way that feels like, I guess, tongue in cheek to sort of mix metaphors. Um, yeah, like so much of it is just like so. I mean, like I alluded to, it really does sound like these are commercials for a community center called the YMCA and women <laughs> and hot it's funny. cops. It's it's funny because um, <clears throat> they would go on to take the in the navy song, which happens in a future album and like actually use that for like recruitment yeah advertisements and stuff listen here we need more uh, gays here in this here navy <laughs> give me the village people uh. um yeah so this is um too much rum and the lash <laughs> <laughs> we need to balance things out here in the united states navy yeah um, yeah, September 1978. So this came out the same year as Macho Man. Um, like seven months after it. Um, yeah, so rapidly churning these out. Yeah. Wikipedia has this hilarious um, sentence. The second sentence of this article says, of the album Cruising, cru- sorry, Cruisin, its title is a double entendre. It may mean just driving around or gay cruising. This became obvious even for straight audiences in 1980 when William Friedkin's moving cr- movie Cruising was released. I've never seen that movie. Me either. I am vaguely aware of what it's about. Isn't about like 
a straight cop or FBI agent or something who goes undercover um, as a gay person to like gay nightclubs to find some sort of like crime ring or serial killer or something. The Undercover Gay starring Al Pacino. Uh, ups and downs also <laughs> didn't end up being, I mean, it was gay in kind of another way and like a urban nightclub kind of way. Uh-huh. Um, but it was a little bit of a bummer. Um, also, um, two of the songwriters who were in the past two albums are not here anymore. I remember one of them was Peter Whitehead and there was another one, mm-hmm. but they're gone. Yeah. Um, well, the Peter Whitehead is credited with percussions. Um, yeah, but not the, as a songwriter. Yeah. Um, yeah, the song YMCA was credited to um, Jacques Morali and Victor Willis. Um, well, um, should we should we jump into, into these songs? Yeah. I mean, I can't even think of anything else. Like, I mean, this was there's really... So, there's so little about these so albums. Weird. And it's, it was really seven months after... Um, yeah, I mean, e- even in the um, even in the Wikipedia, there's like it lumps together um, Macho Man and this album in two sentences in one tiny little paragraph. Um, yeah, there's not not a lot going on here. Um, so let's get into the let's dig into the songs. Um, the first one is a little ditty called Y M C A. I love that double time bass. It's really cool. Yeah. The bass is definitely the best part of the... I mean, I think you said this earlier, but the bass is definitely the best part of the instrumentation on this album. Doing a lot of work. Although, those horn hits... That's true. Those are really good, too. Yeah. Those are fun. Yeah. So, we talked about this last time. Oh, right. That it's... They'll sue you if you say it's gay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was in 2020 when uh, Victor Willis was like, stop saying <laughs> this is gay. Uh-huh. Uh, like that he would sue any publication that like tried to link this song with any sort of homosexual ha- behavior. Um, yeah. And he's not even the first credited songwriter either. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, how does but, he know? Yeah. He, well, he, he says that this, song was his idea and that he wanted it to be about having a safe place to connect with men no homo to connect with men. yeah <laughs> yes. um there's there's a very cute little um paragraph in wikipedia where it says victor willis lead singer and lyricist recalls that while in the studio producer jacques morali asked him uh, what exactly is the ymca after Willis explained it to him, he saw the expression on Morelli's face and said, Don't tell me, Jacques, you want me to write a song about it? And they quickly wrote the track for the album Cruising. It's like a scene from like a 70s sitcom. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the like, Brady Bunch or something. Arms akimbo. Mm-hmm. Jacques. Jacques. <laughs> um, think I feel a song coming. Um, so there's a music video for this. 
Oh, yeah. Did you watch the music video? No, I didn't. <laughs> Does it feature uh, the YMCA? It, you know, they don't do the the arm motions in it. Oh. I wonder I where those got started. Would. I actually have it no like idea. I assume that they did it. Anonymous bar mitzvah in like Jersey or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so the music video is mostly just them. I think it's in New York City. Um, uh, New in York the village, City. Probably. Wow. And they're, uh, e- even though the song is about like San Francisco YMCA's or like that's the background. It's not in the text. Um, oh. But they're, they're just, uh, they're standing around in these different locations, singing the song, kind of a little bit awkwardly dancing. It's not very <laughs> tight uh, mm-hmm. and lip syncing. Um, cool. And Victor Willis especially is doing all of this, um, all, all of these like claps uh, and movements that just don't line up <laughs> with the <laughs> performance of the song. It's really funny. Like there's these moments in the music video where, He'll go like, uh, what's the lyric? Um, uh, I might say young man, maybe. Is that it? Uh, many ways to have a good time. <laughs> you know, just like w- random claps like that in the video. <laughs> like he's just throwing one in and it just doesn't obviously happen on the recording. Enthusiasm. Um, yeah, it's like, it's like kind of a dorky video. Uh, I think it's pretty cute. A dorky video in 1978? No, couldn't be. Um, I mean, this is <laughs> this is before really the concept of the music video had really yeah. like cohered. So it, they were like mostly. I think they were thought of more as like promotional videos. Um, right. I don't know when they would be seen. You know, like maybe at like record yeah, stores. Yeah, where would they play them? Or like when. On like a TV ad or something. I don't know. I liked, um, there's just a lot of close-ups of their faces. Um, and they're like, I don't know. I think they got good faces. Uh, <laughs> especially uh, the biker and the uh, the cowboy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of close-ups on them with their uh, um, handlebar and uh, mustache, uh, respectively. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they're pretty cute. I think their performances are spot on. And you really believe that they're singing Young Mm. Man in response to Victor Willis. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You really believe that they are Um, a biker and a cowboy. So, yeah, I feel, what do you think? Is there any, is there any gay stuff in this song or is it just easy to project gayness onto it? Well, Wikipedia says, helpfully, in the U.S., the YMCA began building single-room occupancy SRO facilities in the, na- in the 1880s to house people from rural areas who moved into cities to look for work. By the 1970s, wow. the typical YMCA... It's cool. I know. It is pretty great. Like, And um, some of them are like still kind of grand. Like, if you go to the one in Boston, the Boston YMCA... It's on, um, it's, uh, it's not Huntington Street. It's, it's like somewhere pretty nice. It's like near the South End. Um, it's a really nice, like cool, ornate building that probably was built huh. probably around the 1880s. And yeah. it's like, I mean, it's not fancy or expensive. I think it's just like ornate by our standards. But um, yeah, it's, it was, you know, it used to be like this place where you could just like, if you needed to just have a room to stay in a new city, and you yeah. just needed like 
a place to crash until you um, like got a job or whatever and got your own place, that's where you would do it. Um, right. But Wikipedia says, by the 1970s, the typical YMCA tenants were more likely to be homeless people and youth facing life issues rather than people from migrating yeah. from rural areas. And right. um, at some point, oh, yeah, yeah okay. Later on in, in the Wikipedia article, it says, however, in the gay culture from which the image and music of the village people came, the song was implicitly understood as celebrating YMCA's reputation as a popular cruising and hookup spot, particularly for the younger men to whom it was addressed. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. <laughs> it's so funny sometimes talking to boomers, you know, or silent generation. I don't know how old Victor Willis is. Mm, um, yeah, probably but, not uh, that old. So silent f- generation is well. I don't know. Let's see. How I don't know. You look how, it up. How old are you, <laughs> I don't want Victor to. Willis? He I'll, is seventy-one right now. Born in nineteen fifty-one. Solidly boomer. Solidly boomer. Okay, great. Um, uh, silent generation uh versus boomer um so when they talk about stuff they i feel like they're they just have these different sensibilities and they don't know how like i i run into this all the time when i'm like interviewing uh older folks uh, you have a lot of boomer podcast yeah yeah you have another podcast what yeah, <laughs> get up in the cool what? ground wherever you get this podcast. Um, whenever I have a, a boomer on, I often will like try to um, use my modern narratives to like respond to the stories that they tell about um, playing old time music in the seventies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes they're like, oh, yeah, hadn't thought about it that way. And sometimes they're like, yeah, exactly. And sometimes they're just like really uncomfortable <laughs> with that because they're just like, no, that's not it. And it's like, it seems like it is it. And they're like, no, no, you weren't there. <laughs> you know, I went to Woodstock. It wasn't as gay as it sounded. No, I swear. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, I remember there's this moment in um, Radio Lab, or maybe it was a, a, a different podcast that jad uh, abumrad uh did about dolly parton um uh basically it was like a six-part dolly parton kind of documentary thing and mm-hmm. um with the idea that can dolly parton save america basically mm-hmm. <laughs> issued the ultra the ultimate reach across the aisle or, um <laughs> the ultimate bipartisan you know um uh, hero anyway um they were like asking her if she was a feminist and she's like, no, no, I love men. You know, that's kind of like her response, <laughs> which I kind of like the more that I hear about like feminist history and how non monolithic it is and how complicated it is and how many, what that means to different people, not just people who perceive feminists, but fe- the feminists themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I sort of feel like that is, an understandable answer um, for her to give, but it's also like an answer that is using a set of assumptions that uh, is different. And, uh, and, and Victor, uh, Victor Willis said, I almost said Victor Wooten, Victor Willis says, um, yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, I love his playing, but this bass is fine. He doesn't, (laughs) they don't need Victor Wooten. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, Victor Willis says something to the effect of, uh, 
But this song can apply to whoever for whatever reason. <laughs> but it's not about this. But it could be if it needs to be. Like, he, he tacks on a little bit at the end. And it's like, okay, so you're saying that for maybe the rest of your band and for all of your audience, that is what it means. And that is what it's about. But you need to make sure that it is clear that for that it is not about your experiences uh, being being a, maybe a bit gay at the YMCA mm -hmm. <laughs> and the, because those definitely didn't happen. Um, YMCA more like. Yeah. Which is a, which is a very different response than like, Oh yeah. Uh, you know what? Fine. I, th you know, they can have it. Uh, I <laughs> meant it about this really specific thing and I want people to know that because that is special to me, but also I understand that when I put a song out into the world, you know, it has life of its own. So like that would have been like, you know, maybe a lovely thing to say instead of we'll fucking sue you, but also it's okay if you're, you're gay and you like this song. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's hilarious. Um, I found a paragraph on Wikipedia that I think explains a lot about the dance. The dance originated on Dick Clark's American Bandstand. The group performed the song okay. during the January 6th, 1979 episode. Clark then said to Willis that he would like to show him something, playing the song again with the audience doing YMCA hand gestures. Willis immediately picked up on the dance and mimicked the hand movements back at the audience as the other Village People members stared at him with puzzled looks. <laughs> Clark then turned to Willis and said, Victor, think you can work this dance into your routine? Willis responded, I think we're going to have to. <laughs> it's another like 70 Aww. sitcom moment like oh i think we're yeah. gonna have to um, definitely not rehearsed <laughs> yeah definitely not rehearsed um however in a 2008 retrospective article for spin randy jones has opined that the dance may have originated as a misunderstanding the group's original choreographed dance had the group clapping above their heads during the chorus and he believes that the audience believing them to be making the letter y began following suit yeah yeah that they do that in the video yeah. It looks like they're making a Y, but it's just to make a big clap. Yes. Why? Uh, another funny thing in the video is that it it just like will zoom in in all these really funny on purpose ways to the sign YMCA. Like sometimes it goes YMCA, like it zooms in. It's like a vertical, it's vertical like YMCA <laughs> and it'll zoom into the Y and then out and then into the M like in the rhythm with the song. And then sometimes it just goes, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious I, I highly recommend everyone go and to check it out mm -hmm. um, I feel like we probably said <laughs> said enough about this yeah I mean I, Donald Trump used it in his um, rallies he did along with Macho Mike. Did we, we didn't talk about that last year did we um, Victor Willis it was initially like yeah sure whatever I approve and then Oh, After several incidents involving the Black Lives Matter protests, he demanded Trump stop. Yeah. Oh, God. And then Saturday oh. Night Live parodied the song in the group's reaction with cease and desist on the October 24th, 2020 segment of Weekend Update. That show is mostly just reading tweets to the audience, right? And then, like, <laughs> doing things that are not even parodies, just, like, basically, like, reenactments of events and memes i guess it, what, what it, the fuck even is that so, show anymore it's so awkward and so sad to like listen to um los culturistas and like listen to Bo and yang every week and you can always tell when he's like having a rough time but 
you know, probably signed some sort of, sort of NDA and can't like talk about it because, you know, he SNL? had to like hang out with what? He writes for SNL. Is that right? He's a cast member. Bo oh, and okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, you can always tell when he's bummed out because he had to like hang out with Elon Musk for a week or be in the same room with Dave Chappelle, you know, oh, or whatever, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, and just like, you know, oh, you made it. <laughs> You're on the cast mm-hmm. of SNL. Yeah. Now pay the price. Hang out with yes. these people. Um, God, like a year or two ago, they were doing a parody of Stan by Eminem. That was all about a kid writing a letter to Santa Claus. 20, like a full 20 years <laughs> after the song comes out. They're, they're doing yeah. a quote unquote parody where it's the same thing as the original song, except it's just a kid writing to Santa instead of. A fan writing to Eminem. It's goddamn. Sorry. Um, I I remember when um, because wasn't Tim Robinson on SNL for a minute? Um, I guess I heard that. Yeah. And and I and I think he said that um, a lot of the I think you should leave skits were just rejected SNL. Like <laughs> he would bring it to the table read or whatever, uh, or pitch it in the meetings and they'd be like, oh, I don't want to fucking do what this. Are you talking like, about, oh, fine. So hold on to these. <laughs> I'm really glad that he didn't have to change anything for, you know, that shitty show. Yeah. Um, cause um, I think she leave is kind of the best. Yeah. It's pretty great. Um, I did want to, before we move on, I did want to just talk about the lyrics a little bit. Um, okay. It really does sound like an ad for the YMCA. Young yeah. man, there's no feel, need to feel down. Pick yourself up on the ground because you're in a new town. There's no need to be unhappy. There's a place you can go. When you're short on your dough, you can stay there, and I'm sure you will find many ways to have a good time. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. They have everything for young men to enjoy. You can hang out with all the boys. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. You can get yourself clean. You can have a good meal. You can do whatever you feel. We'll leave the light on for you. Yeah. Because it's like... They're not making, like, how do they get their money? Um, I mean, you pay for, like, staying there, I think. Oh, okay. It's just, just, like, cheap. cheap. Yeah. And I think it was also a charity, so I think people were, like, giving money to it. Um, Yeah. Okay. So, there was a revenue stream. mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, Yeah. And then it's just, like, Uh, more uh, stuff that sounds like commercials. Yeah. (laughs) uh, The genius annotation, young man, I was once in your shoes. And then... (laughs) This reference is the famous proverb, before you criticize a man, walk a mile in his shoes. And obviously, this does not mean walking a mile in their literal shoes. That would be silly. Silly. <laughs> it goes on. Oh, my God. Uh, I, that's adorable. Sh- I like like the album. It's so on the nose that you're like, can this possibly be sincere? <clears throat> Speaking of which, well, how about an ad for women? <laughs> Here we go, ladies. Mysterious, you know a woman is so voluptuous. A woman spreads joy with every smile. I said a woman's face makes me scream. Oh my god, what the fuck is this song, Cameron? I mean, it's kind of it's kind of the 
the equivalent to like Macho Man. Um, I guess. Kind of. <laughs> it's like the, you know, the a woman sequel. is so voluptuous. A woman spreads joy yeah. with every smile. I say a woman's face makes me scream. Ah! ah! <laughs> <laughs> God, are you are you like hanging out with Baba Yaga? Like, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> Not from John Wick. Before that, the witch. Uh. I love the women. Let's dance with the women. <laughs> yeah. You hip- although, when you dance, you hypnotize the world. Um, although, <laughs> this one here. Um, I love the women, although they are women. Those who like too many things. Silver slippers, diamond rings. Those who carry themselves just like a queen. Women be shopping, Cameron. Women be buying jewelry. <laughs> women around here. So Spending money on frivolities. They're not saying... They're not saying although they are women. They're saying who know they are women. I suggested a, a oh. an edit there, but it okay. hasn't been received yet. Um, but yes, uh, I, who know they are women? Those who like too many things. <laughs> That's what a woman really is. The Just she can't make up her goddamn mind. <laughs> women. Yeah. Um, so I think a gay reading of this song um, mm-hmm. could be the... Uh, the sort of gender affinity that some gay men feel with the diva, with the, the, the feminine, the sort of like star, the locus of desire. Mm-hmm. Um, and they shout out and the, I, the first most famous one, Judy Garland, when they start naming people, they shout out Judy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they name various like, you know, gay icons, not, necessarily oh, yeah. people who are Eliza, women who are gay also, but like mm-hmm. Marilyn yeah but women who are famous to the gays Barbara Streisand oh. um, Marlena also I, I didn't hear that one. Oh yeah that's fun because she was who knows what was going out there <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I I think that as are, as is the case in so many of these songs, it feels like Victor Willis is saying one thing and the band is kind of saying <laughs> yeah. the rest. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and not just because there's a call and response dynamic either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that's a, a gay reading of this song um, is the, you know, is this a song about wanting to be with the women or wanting to be the women? Um, but not necessarily in a trans way, but in a gay male way. Yeah. Um, and yeah. and sort of like um, Oklahoma, where it's like, can the cowboy and the farmer be friends? It's like, can the gay man and the woman be friends? Maybe they can. Maybe they can hang out. And all the time the gay man is spouting off some wacky like misogynist bullshit and the girl's just like okay <laughs> whatever <laughs> thanks for calling me um, voluptuous i guess is that yeah. good <laughs> yeah there there is i i i detect that there is a a certain style of misogyny uh, um from gay men who are who are just but it's like under the guise of like respect or appreciation but it's sort of just like oh i love you you're such a bitch <laughs> it's like that's <laughs> or you're so bad or you're so awful or you're so powerful in this way that doesn't necessarily like reflect super well on you uh i wish i had that you know yeah. like that kind of energy it's like th- thanks mm-hmm. i think i mean i've also heard 
many, many stories of women getting groped by gay men, cis, and especially trans women getting groped by gay men who are just like, use it as some sort it's like a fun thing for them as if, um, you know, it wasn't harassment. Right. It assault. doesn't count. It doesn't count. Cause they yeah. don't, they don't have sex, quote unquote sexual interest in that or whatever. So, right. Um, yeah. so that, that seems like a can well, of worms that you get into Cameron. Let's really delve into <laughs> the dynamic between <laughs> cis gay men and women. <laughs> yeah. The women, uh, the women, the women. Yeah. Yeah, this, I mean, it sounds like a commercial for women, but like a very backhanded commercial. <laughs> Where it's like, thanks, I guess. Yeah. Um, who can wrap a man what? around her little finger with the taste of her sweet charm? Okay. <laughs> We're mixing some. Yeah. Mixing some <laughs> Mixing metaphors. some ideas there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he also uh, says, I said a woman's kiss makes me scream. Ah! Ah, the scream is funny. It is funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it is funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm ready to talk about I'm a Cruiser. Okay. Let's talk about I'm a Cruiser. Baby, I'm a Cruiser. Listen here. Yes, I'm taking you out. You better believe I got no doubts. I'm going to get next to you if it's the last thing I do. I'm a Cruiser. Cruising everything I see. I'm a Has anyone ever used cruiser in a heterosexual way? Do you know? Uh, I don't know about that. Um, yeah. Hmm. Willis seems to be trying to make a case for it. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because um, my, I mean, my my understanding is that like. Uh, yeah. Because like the, the, the nature of like. It. I mean, oh. on Wiktionary, they say driving around without an exact destination as a social activity. Okay. Cruising. But that's not what this song is about. Yeah. It doesn't seem to be. No. Like, I don't think there's any driving in this. Um, yet, to me, this song feels gay uh, because usually if there is a, a straight... Um, a straight dynamic in uh, casual sex or hookup culture or whatever. Um, usually the way that people code that when they're talking about it in a song uh, or in media is that there are specifically like gender power dynamics going on and that there is like cat and mouse uh, and mm-hmm. that there is like, uh, yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of that kind of thing. And this song to me just sounds more like you know uh uh Mar- and bololo you know following um uh, felipe into a bar because he's hot <laughs> yes it does <laughs> and thus starting the village people <laughs> yes um yeah there's not like a i'm going to i'm going to win you there's no like sort of domination it's just like just appreciation of someone's appearance mm-hmm. yes and i mean it's honestly it feels difficult to make the case for the song as being heterosexual as any yeah. possibility of heterosexuality you know <laughs> yeah let's put the burden um, of proof on the heteros 
Yeah, there you go. No null hypothesis here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, okay, so this is, I think, the, maybe the longest track on the album. It feels really long. Um, it also leads directly in this... from the women, too. So there's sort of like right. a medley. The women. Mm-hmm. The women. Uh, there's this moment in this song that I could have sworn was from a different song. Mm. Did you Will see you the genius the annotation? Sample? Oh. Okay, no. Let's, let's, um, well, let's, uh, let's hear it. Yeah. Hold on, I'm coming. Mm-hmm. Sam and Dave, hold on, I'm coming. Yeah. Which is a hell of a song title, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, a musical time. appropriation of the horns. Yeah, it's the same, it's the exact same part. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? Uh, how did they get away with doing that? <laughs> I mean, I assume they paid, like, royalties or something. It's just, it's an odd yeah, choice, maybe. though. Yeah. Hmm. Hold on, I'm cruising. Um, that, should we talk about hot cops? Oh, God. Yes, we should. I wonder how many graduate level dissertations have been written on this song. There's a lot to unpack here, Cameron. Because um, it's pretty unpack clear away. that this is not actually about a cop, like a literal police officer. Um, yeah, no, there there is no law keeping in... Uh, kind of the opposite, in fact. Yeah. Um, the lawlessness of boogieing down. Um, yeah, so... Um, I mean, it opens with the lines, music is my thing. Uh, I like the, oh, you have a sound sample of this. Let's listen to it. Here we go. It's a very ICP lyric. I like the sound of music all in my brains. (laughs) That's where it is. (laughs) Yeah, that's where it goes. Um, Pleasure is my game. Pleasure will lead to my fortune and fame. All right. So he's explicitly pleasure oriented. He's all about the music in the brains. Um... And then he gets into the dancing. Watch me coast to the floor, checking out every star. Here comes the door. Yeah. And then in the chorus, it's because he's a hot cop, hottest cop on the disco scene. People say that I'm a dancing machine. Hottest cop that you'll ever see. I'll bet you're ne- you'll never meet a cop as funky as me. I believe you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to that I say, I, I yes. <laughs> um, but there's... The... Okay. Especially in the context of the village people. The only straight member is the cop. He's yeah. also black. But it's a gay yeah. band. The, and yeah. it's nine years after Woods... Or not with fuck, Not fucking Woodstock. Stonewall. It's, I guess <laughs> yeah. they happen the same year. Anyway. Nine years after Stonewall, in which a bunch of queer people had to throw bricks at cops to um, gain rights and freedoms. Um... So that's what's going on here. And I don't really know what to do with it. Yeah. What I think is going on Uh is that this is their third album. People are familiar with the iconography Hmm. and that 
this is just a song that's trying to reinforce the iconography in the text of the song itself, as opposed to just in the imagery and just in the performances. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't think they're interested in like saying anything about policing or actually fleshing out the character. I think right. they're really just saying, I, I am in a cop costume. I, Victor Willis, am a hot cop. Um, yeah. I'm not a real cop. I, I'm just good at dancing. I think that's all that's going on here is they're like, hey, remember, you've seen our album covers? Yeah. Remember how I'm wearing a cop outfit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's all that's going on here. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess that's true. But also, like, I don't know, you could really get into like, the appropriation of the image of the police officer by gay men who like want to like use it as some sort of avatar for like masculinity. And then it gets extra appropriated by a straight guy who is pandering to the gay scene. Um, there's, there's layers upon layers, Cameron. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's dissertations. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I don't know if there's any more layers specifically in this song than there already were before. Oh no, not at Um, all. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Except the fact that he's like, keeps using the word cop and like really drawing attention to it and talking about it in the context of dancing and like being a pleasure oriented, like music brains person. I'm a hot cop. (laughs) You want to talk about, should we um, talk about my roommate? Cameron, I think you misspoke. This is this song is called The Roommate. And it's an Australian term meaning the friend of my kangaroo. Okay. <laughs> okay. I say that because they only have one M in the word. Um roommate is spelled with two oh, M's. Really? Roommate. At least on Spotify. Um Interesting. I'm gonna check Wikipedia. Actually. It's correct on the genius. Oh, on oh god, on Wikipedia it has two M's. Okay, Spotify, you're fucking up. All right. I guess maybe it's about someone who shares dwelling quarters, perhaps also too. Maybe it's a double entendre that they're so fond of making. Here we go, my roommate. My So this is a song that is supposedly not about harboring a secret gay crush on your roommate. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, wh- where do you think, the, where do you think it's about having a crush on the roommate? My roommate right? it just My, sounds like it's a, a mm-hmm. person complaining about a shitty roommate to me. But it's, I don't know, it sounds affectionate to me, especially in the context of like this music and the, the chanting yeah. of like, My roommate, my roommate. Um, he thinks he's the greatest dancer of all time. He never stops dancing. He's out of his mind in the bathroom singing a pitch out of time. My roommate, my roommate. This could be like an affectionate song about your live-in gay lover. I mean. Sure. Um, my yeah, roommate, my yeah. roommate, he's driving me insane. He plays so many games. He breaks all of the rules. He's a dancing fool. I go to the closet to put on my coat. Instead of instead on the hanger, I find pinned a note. I went to the disco. I took your best coat. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Speaking of seventy sitcom, sitcom scenes, yeah. Is it a sitcom? Uh, or I come a home real early, thinking he's asleep. Instead, I am greeted by big, ugly feet. Now that is maybe the 
point where it's a little mean for a gay crush song. Yeah. Big ugly feet. Hmm. Maybe he's a size queen for his small feet. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, there's some clav. Cl- there's some clav. Play the clav. Okay. Oh, there's more. Here it comes any second now. so good it's the best keyboard mm-hmm. it can only do one thing <laughs> but it's that and it, what it does is good <laughs> it's pretty great and herbie hancock is used to very good effect yeah well um, yeah i mean i don't have anything else to say, and i'm getting sleepy yeah. <laughs> okay let's let's talk about ups and downs um if you take the the red pill you um no wait if you take the blue pill you wake up tomorrow and um it's just you know normal reality if you take the red pill you see just how deep the rabbit hole goes i just be playing the fool i know that reality is far away now from me i wish i could find my way back to the ground it's not around it can be found <laughs> i take my up, 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 it's the same song (laughs) yeah it really is oh cameron i was gonna ask you actually um earlier before we get into this song do you we've talked about this band before do you remember apologetics with an x oh my god yes Mm -hmm. do you remember their parody quote-unquote of ymca no. Oh my God! Let's see if I can pull this up. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> when did we Shout delve out to into my this? Dad. <laughs> <laughs> when did we delve into this band? Um, it was I forget which um, season it was. <laughs> Just like more religious trauma dumping. Yeah, that here we, we do go. Every week. <laughs> oh, this is from Apologetics Classics uh, colon party. I'll join their colon party. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Okay, here we go. This is their parody of YMCA. I'm gonna skip forward a little bit. One man mouth, he said, seen what's happening? One man in a place long ago, I said, one man who for okay. short will call Mo. He went up there, and the Lord he for short will call Mo. Learn God's name for all time. He spelled his name with just Y-H-W-H. He spelled his name with just Y-H-W-H. If they have Exodus 3, if you plan to read more, you can learn about that Lord. He spelled his name with just Y-H-W-H. Oh, my God. Never accuse apologetics of not being the most try-hard weirdos on the planet. He spells his name with just Y-H-W-H. <laughs> it's the only way that this song could have been written, I guess. <laughs> I mean, Cameron, YMCA stands for Young Men's Christian Association. You could have like talked about, like I don't know, acts or something. 
Because um, right. it all has to be biblical. You can't talk about anything historical. Do you um, think apologetics will sue us if we <laughs> try to make a case that <laughs> it's about illicit gay sex? <laughs> <laughs> I think so, yes. <laughs> Y-H-W-H. Yes. It W-H. stands for young... I can't even think of anything that could be gay. I don't know. I'm too tired for acronym jokes. But yes, that that was going through my head tonight as I was like, oh, YMCA. Yes. Y-H-W-H. W-H. W-H. It's two syllables. Um, which um, is refers to in <laughs> when Mo meets the burning bush. He asks, you know, this is supposedly God, like, what's your name? And he just says, like, I am what I am or whatever various translations. And I believe that word or like phrase. Like the village people saw. Yeah, the village people song. Exactly. <laughs> village people are so biblical. Um, and it's just, in, in Hebrew, they um, it is called an abjad, so they typically don't notate the vowels, um, except sometimes it's like diacriticals. But Yahweh is spelled Y-H-W-H. And I, I believe that the vowels inserted into Yahweh are not, actually 100% certain what those vowels are actually supposed to be. So, anyhow, Y-H-W-H. <laughs> Y-H-W-H. <laughs> yes. Make that the title. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's see if iTunes has a, has, does a crackdown on religious content. <laughs> okay. Y-H-W-H. Uh, you have to spell it like D-U-B. I'll just do it phonetically. Hyphen, Yeah. Uh, let's see. Why? Let's see. Yay. Yay. Y-A-Y-T-C-H. Y-H. W-H. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyhow. This um, is a song about taking pills. Yes, so ups you and can downs. Party, it's the last song of the Maybe the you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. Cool people yeah. like the village people who are extremely gay. So don't do drugs, though. Because we all, as yeah. we all know, drugs have never been a part of the gay scene. Um, yeah. Disco, the whole disco community frowns upon drug usage and is full of teetotalers who just say no. Um, yeah. Did you know Nancy Reagan got I, her start as one of the village people? <laughs> what a weird thing to say. So, I don't. I don't know how ironic this song is supposed to be because there's these moments like, I think I'm ill. I need a pill. (laughs) Um, and it's like, I can't tell if it's depicting or, or, or specifically, um, condemning drug usage, uh, or if it's just sort of say, ah, this is what you got to do to like, keep up with this crazy lifestyle. Um, but sometimes I forget my name. (laughs) (laughs) I think it seems pretty anti-drug. I just don't know what to do. Yeah. I, I feel so unfor real. I wish that I could end this trip. I just can't take no more. And this is like, I mean, this is after the war on drugs has started, you know, and after right. the CIA started importing shitloads of cocaine into the U.S. Um, yeah. Um, I take an up in the morning. I take me a down late at night. Uh, take me an up early in the evening. I take me a down to make me feel all right. Um yeah, I mean... I said that I would quit I today. Know. I said that I would throw away all the pills that I had you see. I want to be free. I want to be free. I just want to be free. I want to be free. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to, ma- I don't know what to make of this song. Like, um, I don't know how to, like, talk about drugs and 
<laughs> in like a cool way that's like i don't know seems I know. like recreational drugs drug are use fucking is- cool everyone do drugs <laughs> and hormones and kill god <laughs> <Yeah>. and skip school <laughs> well there you go (laughs) that's my psa (laughs) drugs are fucking great (laughs) um the the nib um the comics journal that is sort of based here in portland very cool um also they publish stuff on their website but they also do like a print journal that's quarterly i believe um they had a issue that was about drugs and i think one of the articles or one of the like the letters to the magazine or something made the case that like Instead of thinking about drugs as just like bad from the yeah. get-go, and then some of them are like, okay, in specific context, we should just think about drugs as good. And I was like, huh, you know, that makes cert- a certain sense to me. Yeah. It doesn't mean you yeah, can't totally. abuse them or use them in ways that harm you, but <clears throat> you can do right. that with literally water, you know? So, <sighs> yeah. And that's why we need to outlaw water. <laughs> <laughs> the resurrected zombie corpse of Richard Nixon says, we need to have an America's war on water. Someday. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be long. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know how much of a, I don't know how much of a problem pill taking was, you know, in this time period. If people, the, what they're, what they're, de- I don't, I'm curious why they're depicting this in this song. Are they just trying to yeah. be like, positive and like in the same way that like YMCA is sensibly trying to be like kind of positive. Are they trying to like do an image correction or are they actually concerned about drug usage in the disco scene in the seventies? Um, like, I don't know how bad it was. Um, or I don't know how many, what was the ratio of people just having a good time and people developing a problem, um, that was actively harmful. Also, uh, it's really weird that he keeps talking. He's only talking about pills because you would think that like cocaine, marijuana, heroin, those would be like the anti-drug PSAs. I could see this for right. like Benny's. Um, right. Those were like popular in the 60s and 70s. Quaaludes maybe? Did did Ludes come as pills? Um, I'm not an expert on historical drug usage, but it feels like a very small minority of, of drugs at this time, especially would have been pills and certainly not the ones that where, you know, we look back on and think of causing the most harm, like, you know, cocaine and heroin and stuff. Um, yeah. Maybe he's talking about marijuana yeah. pills. Don't smoke those marijuana <laughs> pills, kids. Um, but yeah, I take, I mean, I took pills all day and night. I fucking take shitloads of pills every day. And look at me, I'm fucking sure. thriving, baby. Yeah, you're yeah. doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I take so many pills. I, was, I had to refill my pill carrier or like my pill organizer today. So many. Um, anyhow, so um, that was that album. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, I'm curious where the rest of this discography is going to go. I'm a little concerned <laughs> that we might have a bad yeah. time. I really like those first two albums. I mean, we are going to get to um, albums like. Um, live and sleazy, although that might be a live album. We might not need to cover that. Uh, Fox on the Box and Sex Over the Phone. Okay. That as sounds well good. As A Village People Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Live and Sleazy is not only a live album, it is also a studio album. 
It's a double LP. Okay. One of it is live. One of it is studio. Fine. <laughs> so we might just be sleazy that week. Live and sleazy? Live and In this sleazy. economy? In this economy. Thanks, Joe Brandon. Um, yep. So the next one is, is called Go West. And the village people are hanging out with like palm trees and wearing like sort of Hawaiian shirts. Fine. <laughs> oh, boy. I can't wait. Oh, that's where the, in the Navy is. Yeah. Anyhow. So that's all there is tonight. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone. Our cruising is done. Our cruising, and now our cruise is ended. Um, we cruise to our eternal rest uh, for tonight. Um, thanks for being with us, everyone. We'll be back next week with Go West. Um, until that time, you can visit us online at boxset.website. Email us at email at, uh, to, sorry, email at boxset.website. Go on our Discord. The link will be in the show notes. Um, it's a great hang. Lots of fun stuff happens there. It's like TikToks and shit um, and memes and discussions um, and jokes. It's fun. Um, you can also support the show in a number of different ways. Spread the word. Tell people about it. Rate, review, subscribe, hit the stars, type up the words, talk about how awesome this show is and how much you love it and how everyone on the show is taking so many pills all the time. Um and um, if you want to support us even more directly, you can go to our uh, Patreon at support.boxset.website. Kick us a few bucks every month. You'll get access to all of our bonus materials, including a weekly mini show called What's in the Box Weekly. This week, Cameron talked about uh, the power of prayer, I believe. E. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was it? Sorry, I wasn't listening when you were talking about Pray, pray without ceasing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a predator prequel. Yes. A, um, a predator, a, a predator prequel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I talked about famous prequel of a prequel, the TV show Andor. Mm. So go check that out. Support that box at that website. Mm. Until next week, I've been Maddie Hunt, and I'm a size queen for small feet. <laughs> I've been Camera Do It, and uh, I do drugs, do hormones, kill God, and skip school. <laughs> <laughs>